What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Swanky Disc Golf. I am Luke. And I'm Reed. And today, as of the end of the Dynamic Disc Open, we are officially halfway through the Disc Golf Pro Tour season. So we're going to be catching you guys up on everything you may have missed. We're going to start things off by getting you up to date on all of the Elite Series champions this year and Silver Series champions That's of right. the Pro Tour. Starting off all the way back in February at the Las Vegas Challenge, we had Calvin Heimberg setting the precedent for his year by coming out on top in the very first Elite Series of the entire year. We also had a close finish with Ezra Aderhold, Kevin Jones, not going to hear much of those names coming down this list. Um, also on the FPO side, we had Katrina Allen coming out on top. Notably, though, this tournament was missing Kristen Tatar, but Katrina Allen got off to a hot start shooting 20 under par at the Las Vegas Challenge. After the Las Vegas Challenge, we headed over to Waco, the Waco Annual Charity Open over in Texas, and Kristen returned to the tour, <laughs> and in classic Kristen fashion, uh, she too made her presence known, and she took it down. It was kind of a collapse, though, over Ella Hansen. Uh, Ella led most of the tournament and did kind of fall apart at the end to give Kristen the win. Um, but over in the MPO side, we had Kyle Klein taking it down in a tight race of young guns at the finish. Uh, we had Adam Hammes in the mix. We had Cole Radolin in the mix and Calvin Heimberg coming in at fourth as well, or tied third as well. Um, but Kyle Klein picking up where he left off some of last year and the year before that with just uh, showing his potential to really pop off at events. Up next, having its Elite Series debut, we had the Open at Austin presented by Lone Star Discs, and we saw Gannon Burr show us that he is still in the mix. He is still young and hungry. We also had some of the usual suspects, Simon Lazat, coming in second place, two strokes off the lead. Very hot tournament for him. James Proctor and Calvin Heimberg bringing up tied for third. On the FPO side, we had a glimpse of old Paige Pierce uh, coming down on top here katrina allen in second place so she of course is off to a super hot start but we were all wondering is paige pierce still in the mix open at austin showed she might still be it's true and then texas states formerly a pro tour event now relegated to silver series followed up the open at austin uh, and calvin heimberg comes back to the podium top of the podium and he wins it in convincing fashion with six strokes over second place uh, never really a contest. Calvin was in control. Uh, over there in the FPO, we had Sayananda taking down her first win on the tour and over Kristen Tatar. Uh, Kristen Tatar coming in second. Not a place she normally finds herself. <laughs> she is normally either absent or in first place. Uh, so huge props for Sai, and that's a name that we will hear again. That is a name you will hear again. And coming up next, we had probably one of my favorite events of the year so far. Uh, not one of the favorite events, I guess, from what I've heard of the actual <laughs> disc golfers, but I loved watching it. The Music City Open, also now an elite series event. We had big drama on the course. A lot of people didn't like certain holes, didn't like the layout. Regardless, had some fierce competition out there. Simon Lazat, the wonder kid, <laughs> coming out uh, and winning this one, coming head-to-head -head with Anthony Barella. It came all the way down to the last hole, and it was an incredible joy to watch. We, of course, love seeing Simon up there, Calvin Heimberg, Gannon Burr back in the top three. Not a surprise there, but a huge storyline out of Simon Lazat and an extremely fun tournament to watch for the spectators. Not quite as fun to play from what <laughs> I've heard. And then Kristen Tatar wiping the floor 
with everyone. We see Jennifer Allen and Macy Valadez coming up right behind her, though. And then we move into a brand new tournament on the tour, the Innova Blue Ridge Championships, held out there at North Cove Disc Golf in Marion, North Carolina. A beautiful venue for a beautiful tournament. And Kristen Tatar played a beautiful tournament. Outperforming second place by 11 strokes in a three-round tournament to take it down at 22 under par over Sarah Hokum and Hannah Wynn in third place. In the MPO, we had drama. Gannon Burr <laughs> taking down Bradley Williams in a very strange fashion as Bradley Williams uh, had a chance to give the basket a run from anywhere between... 150 to 100 feet from the basket, and he elected to lay up, essentially guaranteeing Gannon Burr the win. Uh, but we welcome Gannon back to the winner's circle here at the Innova Blue Ridge Championships. And now moving on to the very first major of the year. And when I said Music City was one of my favorites to watch, it is because the Champions Cup was <laughs> my favorite to watch. We saw Isaac Robinson go wire to wire, feature card on the first day, lead card every single day to win by five strokes with 40 under par, averaging 10 under par at WR Jackson, the Champions Cup. Absolutely historic performance. Going to go down as one of the greatest major performances of all time, I believe. Uh, and we mm -hmm. see Eagle McMahon, Nicholas Antela making a huge statement for the Europeans there, also with a very dominant performance. Notable storyline out of Silas Schultz at this tournament. Just absolutely tearing up the course. It really was close coming into the final day. Isaac Robinson, though, cold as ice, cold leaving as ice. no doubt. And then, of course, we had the revenge tour from Kristen Tatar. Last yes. year, there was drama. Kristen Tatar and uh, some weird PGGA rules. Things like that happened. She came back ready to whoop some tail, and she did. She <laughs> won by 14 strokes, 27 under par, 14 strokes off of second place out of own Scoggins. It was, it, it was scary to watch, truly, <laughs> but it was also an honor to watch uh, the first major of the year, one of the best events I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Completely agree. Champions Cup was unlike anything we've seen out there. Um, and we had to come up that high of Champions <laughs> Cup and down into Jonesboro, Arkansas, which is always a beautiful tournament to watch. Um, and we had more drama at this one than it appears on the scorecard. You'll see Calvin Heinberg's name at the top, and he does take down the tournament by three strokes. But that is not the story of this event. Because going into the last hole, he and Eagle were tied at 31 under par. And it was all up to that hole. And Eagle, unfortunately, threw his tee shot OB, ended up taking a seven on the hole to drop down uh, all the way to a tie in second place with Ben Calloway and Isaac Robinson, uh, giving Isaac that T3 right off of the championship win. Um, and then over in FPO, a heartwarming hometown story for Kat Merch, who wins in a playoff in her home state of Arkansas. <laughs> she takes Haley King down in a one-hole playoff uh, for a really emotional win for Kat Merch. Yeah, really cool to see. It's super fun to see the reaction from Kat Merch. Love that. Then we brought it around to another Elite Series event, the OTB Open, quickly becoming a fan favorite, and we got to see emmer daddy emerson keith <laughs> come back and win this one we always love seeing his name at the top of the leaderboard he's been around for a while and it's awesome to watch his play style 
Uh, and then we got some young guns at the top of this. Gannon Burr, second place, tied for third. Isaac Robinson, Cole Radolin, and Aaron Gossage. We got a lot of the new guys right. on tour, absolutely popping off. Super fun event to watch. Also came down to the wire. Paige Pierce coming out on top again. She struggled this year, but still has two Elite Series wins already. Notably missing from this tournament, though, Kristen Tatar. Yikes. Yes. <laughs> but we won't talk about it. Own Scoggins <laughs> coming in second place here again. Own having a very consistent year. Yeah, owns the definition of consistency. Uh, moving on to another silver event, the Beaver State Fling up there at Milo McIver in Oregon. Uh, and this tournament really brought us back to days we haven't seen in a while. We have Eagle McMahon back on the top of the podium. It has been a long time. Not that long, I guess. European Open last year. But it's felt like a long time for someone that used to be as dominant as Eagle was. We used to see his name a lot more than we have been. And, man, it felt good to watch him win, to watch him play just excellent disc golf like he did out there. Uh, we had some familiar names at the top, Calvin Heinberg and Gannon Burr. Also, Andrew Presnell sneaking in a T2. Uh, but over on the FPO side, again, a name that we've heard for many years but has not been on the podium in a while, Jennifer Allen, taking it down and just capping off her final round. She opened it up with an ace on the first hole, which uh, was all over Insane. social medias. <laughs> Great Great way to finish and, and an awesome return to the top of the podium for Jennifer Allen. And that was the Beaver State Fling. Following up the Beaver State Fling with another Silver Series back-to-back -back out in Washington State, we had the Discraft Cascade Challenge. Uh, this was a fun one, and we got to see Ricky Waisaki return to his old form. He's been struggling with injuries all throughout this season, dropping out of events left and right. Uh, but he came back for the Cascade Challenge and pulled himself down a Silver Series win, which is actually not very easy to do anymore. <laughs> it's a lot of serious players are coming out and competing in these Silver Series. We're also seeing Matt Bell in second place here. Throwback, love wow, that. Let's go, uh, Bell. Evan Scott, James Conrad, Eagle McMahon bringing up the rear of that top five. And then we had Cap Merch with another Pro Tour yep. win. You're going to see Cap Merch's name emerging this year. Really right. cool to see. And Sayananda in second place. Yep. Also, breakout year for her so far. Holland Hanley, Maria Oliva coming up right behind them. And after that, we move into our first Elite Plus event of the year. Portland Open, four rounds, two courses. Our first event like that of the year. Uh, first Elite Series Plus ever. ever. That's right, <laughs> ever. Uh, and we had a ton of fun disc golf being played out there uh, at the Glendevere Parks. They are beautiful um, golf hybrid disc golf out there. So super fun to watch. But Kristen ends up taking it down by four strokes over, I told you we'd hear her name again, Sai Ananda <laughs> in second place. And Sai was pushing her. This was not a blowaway win for Kristen. It does look like four strokes might have been comfortable, but it felt like anything but. Sai was definitely in it for the win. Um, and then Own right behind her shooting the course record that day, a 10 under par on the last day. Uh, so tons of disc golf, good disc golf was being played out there in the FPO. 
And in MPO, it felt like literally anybody could win this event. <laughs> it was another one of those. We had Adam Hammes, Aaron Gossage, Corey Ellis, and James Proctor on the lead card. But Isaac Robinson was also shooting hot from the chase card. And it came down to the wire, folks. On I got to set the scene at the T or the green of 18. We have Adam Hammes throwing OB and then canning a circle two putt from deep to put the pressure on Gossage, who misses his putt and forces a playoff. And then Adam Hammes takes down the playoff for his first win of the year. Huge for Adam, really tough for Aaron. You know, it's been a tough series, a tough season for him so far, but Adam takes down our first Elite Series Plus uh, in convincing fashion. Yes, Aaron Gossage struggling down the stretch That's in right. playoffs, which is just devastating to throwback to last year at Worlds, Don't losing the playoff <laughs> Don't do to it Paul to Macbeth. Him. But who else are you going to lose to in a playoff but Paul Macbeth? Adam Hammes, also a fierce competitor. Uh, we took a small break from Elite Series events, and I'm just going to briefly mention the Estonian Open. We're going That's over right. to Europe because... Paul Macbeth is in Europe, so we're paying attention. We're paying attention out there. Which might be a good strategic <laughs> move. But the storyline, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on who you are, I guess, is not Paul Macbeth's success, but it is rather Paul Macbeth's blunders. I don't know. 31st place in the Estonian Oof. Open. Um, kind of brutal start to his European tour. Might talk about it a little bit more later. Um, but the next Silver Series event that we have is the Zoo Town Open, presented by Inc. Realty Group and driven by Innova. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zoo Town Open in Missoula, Montana. Evan Scott pulling out the victory by four strokes with an absolutely insane 12 under final round. Awesome. Clay Edwards coming in second place. Anthony Barella showing his consistency here. Definitely going to be at the top of the Pro Tour points standings. And then on the FPO side, no surprise at all to see Kristen Tatar winning by four strokes. But then quite a few of the usual suspects here as well. Missy Gannon, Katrina Allen, Sarah Hokum coming up right behind Kristen Tatar. Super fun event. A little bit weird. They weren't allowed to cut the grass, I heard. So it looked the course didn't look great, but fun event to watch. Right, yep. And then back to Europe. <laughs> Because we're going to see Paul win an event out in the Pro Forester, which is the first Euro Tour event of the year. We're just going to bring it up briefly. The, the field wasn't that strong. He did top Jakub Semerad and Scott Stokely and Silver Lot. Um, but those names are not his normal competition. So we're glad to see him get a win. Uh, but we definitely are, are looking for him to get a more substantial win out there in Europe. Um, but moving straight along to the most recent event, the Dynamic Discs Open out there at Emporia Country Club, where lightning struck and Parker Welk takes down the tournament. Yes, I said Parker Welk. We've <laughs> no, not you have not heard that name before. Name before. <laughs> he's apparently 112th on the UDIS power rankings, but he did not play like it. He played like he was number one. Like, nobody could touch him out there. His putting in the final round, I've never seen anything like it. I think maybe he missed one C2 putt the entire round. He was putting like 80% from C2 and 100% from C1. It was unbelievable. He made it impossible for Calvin to win. Calvin did anything that ev anything and everything that he could do, and it, it just wasn't enough out there. Parker Welk takes it down. Incredible showing from him. Uh, we love to see it. And then in the FPO, we had... Another playoff, Haley King and Holland Hanley coming down the stretch. 
um, tied up at 19 under par. Um, we'll notice that Kristen was here and again, not on the podium. She was in fourth. So Haley and Holland tie at 19 under par. They go into a playoff and Haley King takes it down. I believe this is her second time winning the Dynamic Disc Open. She loves it out here at Emporia. Uh, great golf being played and a couple of fresh winners on the tour uh, for this event. Yeah, some super impressive performances this year. So much fun to watch, but there's so much more to watch for in the second half of the year. We've got quite a few majors left, the Pro Tour Championship left, and we're going to let you know who you should be watching for. These are our two breakout players of the year, one MPO and one FPO. On the MPO side, we're going Cole Radolin. As of last year, Cole Radolin was not even in the top I don't even think 50, uh, not a household name by mm -hmm. any means. He became no. a pro in 2019. In this past year, he was sponsored by DGA Disc Golf. They picked him up, so I imagine he got a lot of practice in with his new plastic. Mm -hmm. And as of now, he is at 16th in the Disc Golf Pro Tour standings, 328 points. He's looking at making it to the Pro Tour Championship very handily this year. He's had two tied for third place finishes at Elite Series events. We have Waco and the OTB Open. He's got quite a few other top 15 finishes, at least three or four top 15 finishes. His worst finish of the year was 63rd at the Champions Cup, where he actually had a really, really good first round. Um, but he has seriously broken out this year and become almost a household name in the disc golf world. <laughs> That's right. And yeah, Cole Rodolin has at times been inconsistent, but is definitely proving that... Uh, he has what it takes, I think, to win on tour. It's just going to take the right time and the right place yep. for him. Our breakout player in the FPO is going to be Sai Ananda, and it is not even close. Sai had a rough start to the year, or I shouldn't even say rough. I'll say slow. A slow start <laughs> to the year. She took 26th and 25th at Las Vegas in Waco, and since that point has not finished outside the top 12. She has finished in first at the Innova uh, Texas States, and she's finished at second in the Cascade Challenge and at the Elite Plus event in Portland. She has a seventh, a tenth, two twelfths, and a ninth. She's been all over the leaderboard, taking down wins, pushing Kristen at plenty of events, and proving that I think she's not going anywhere. She's shown that she's got what it takes to win, and she's got what it takes to compete with those at the highest level. Coming down the stretch, here are your Pro Tour standings thus far. This is the picture of what the Pro Tour Championship would look like if it happened right now. The top 32 point holders on the Pro Tour will make it to the Pro Tour Championship. We do have a lot of the usual suspects, but we also have a lot of names that we might not have thought would be here at the beginning of the season. Notably, the young guns up here, Gannon Burr, Isaac Robinson, Anthony Barella. You also have Kyle Klein, Alden Harris, uh, Ezra Robinson making the list. There's a lot of surprising names on here. Who do you think is going to bring up the top four? As a reminder, the top four players of the tour get a very heavy advantage going into the Pro Tour Championship. Reed, who's do you predict will be the top four at the end of the second half of the season? 
Uh, I definitely think Calvin's spot is unmoving. He is inevitable. Locked. He is locked <laughs> in at the number one spot. I don't see him going anywhere. I can, Gannon and Isaac, too, they're not fakes. They're for real. They're going to be there. These are three of the top five players in the world, and they probably are one, two, three right now. Um, so they're not going anywhere. James Proctor, though, I could see him being overtaken, and he has been consistent on tour. Don't get me wrong, but he's not playing all the events. Uh I kind of am going to go dark horse here. I think our number fourth player is going to be Aaron Gossage. I think Aaron has a ton of potential to sneak up and grab that fourth spot. There's not a ton of people between him and James, and he doesn't have a lot of ground to make up. I think Aaron could sneak out a win as well. So I'm going to go Aaron at number four. Aaron, number four, I like that. It is anybody's race still coming into the second half of the season. So many things could happen. There are even three super notable names within just about 10 points of that 32nd spot, the final spot, which Nathan Queen two years ago won from that 32nd spot. It's super important. Currently, we have Robert Burridge just missing him, though. We have Garrett Gerthy, Silas Schultz, Nico LaCastro. Still a lot of very exciting mm -hmm. things that happen in the season so yeah, that is the breakdown of this year so far. Second half of the year is going to be very exciting. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Stay swanky. Stay swanky.